Hi everyone, welcome to yet another episode of uh, The Worldview. Uh, this is Aryan. Mahlon will be joining us um, in, the, in the actual episode. This is a pre-recording of it. Um, first of all, I'd just like to say uh, long time no see. Um, or in our case, long time no hear, because we don't really see each other. Um, <laughs> regardless of that, uh, all I want to uh, make sure to get across is that this is obviously um, an unprecedented time. Um, and we are, in terms of our little podcast, we're also trying uh, different um, setups and different um, approaches in terms of recording. Um, because it turns out not meeting the other person and not having a face-to-face, in-person conversation with them uh, turns out to really affect the, the whole quality of the conversation and the whole quality of the podcast as a result of that. Um, who knew? Who knew? Hallelujah! We uh, we are uh, we're, we're we're coming up with uh, new findings. I think uh, I should send them to NASA or uh, uh, yeah. But uh, regardless of that, uh, we are uh, trying different things, and um, we appreciate your uh, patience um, if it's still uh, existent. And uh, we will try to stick to our usual s- schedule. Um, we will uh, talk about this uh, a lot more, but uh, I'll, I'll keep it as short as possible. I just want to say uh, thank you for listening. Um, expect to hear more from us. This is just the beginning. Uh, we haven't, uh, you know, uh, you know, gone crazy or uh, quit uh, quit the podcasting yet. So uh, just um, stay tuned and uh, enjoy this episode. All right, take care. Welcome everyone, uh, yet another week, or rather two weeks, and uh, yet another episode. So uh, this is still the Worldview Podcast, maybe we'll uh, change the name uh, some, some, somewhere around the line, but still Worldview Podcast, still two people, still Aryan, still Mohlon, and uh, we're still alive, you know, no corona, no, no corona yet, uh, no zombie apocalypse or anything, and uh, we're not, uh, you know, we haven't uh, killed each other or... Uh, uh, ourselves uh, as a result yet. of mental health issues uh, yet um, but um, yeah so uh, my name is Aryan my name is Mahlon and today we're gonna talk about stoicism the yes. uh, second part exactly right? yes stoicism okay. part two so, um, so yeah, what if are you we have... gonna talk about today Mahlon because uh, as if I remember correctly last time uh, we talked about three stuff. Uh, first, a uh, broad definition of stoicism. Then, uh, what else we do we talk about? Oh, yeah, the values of stoicism. There were four values. The four virtues. Uh, transparency yeah. and that kind of stuff. Efficiency, the, or at least yeah. the way I, I mentioned it. Uh, wh- wh- what else uh, did we talk about? What was the third one? Um, I think the third one we decided to talk about today, right? That is it. Yeah, exactly. So the, the third day, the four philosophers or three main philosophers. Um, I kind of, I kind of uh, switch it um, because maybe there will even be a, a third part of stoicism because it's so wide, so so much to cover. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, stoicism has two found fu- fundamental pillars, right? So the first time we practically discuss the first uh, pillar that are the four virtues so practical wisdom courage can i can i can i try to remember uh, all of them yeah i already, I already said two. practical vi- wisdom but i don't remember that one i remember courage 
so transparency, courage. Uh, I remember uh, efficiency or uh, trans something that you uh, you mentioned it. It's a fancy word. Um, temperance. Temperance, yeah, temperance. Uh, the efficiency I I mentioned. So not too much, not too little. Yeah. Um, what else? What else was there? And the last one, justice. Justice. Okay. Yeah. So that are the four uh, virtues. Um, yeah. If you haven't listened to that yet, please, please go back to your app of choice and listen to that one. Um, I think I should yeah. uh, listen to it again for the second yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did it okay. as well. So, but uh, yeah. So um, yeah, that. And then today we're going to discuss the second uh, fundamental pillar of uh, stoicism, and that is the dichotomy of control. So, so many fancy uh, words, uh, Mohlon. Uh, what are you doing with yourself? Are you uh, are you studying in Harvard or maybe uh, the, you know becoming a professor uh, of, of some sort? Uh, no, 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 no. I, it is um, yeah. It's basically on what you already touch upon, right? Yeah. Having control. But before that, um, I just want to um, use or uh, phrase it with an. Uh, the definition of uh, Nasim Nicholas uh, Taleb's definition to how to, uh, how to describe a Stoic, right? So okay. his, wor his words are a what Stoic. What was the name of the guy again? Nasim um, Nicholas Taleb. Nasim Nicholas Taleb. Is he like, I mean, Nicholas hints at uh, either Greek or uh, Italian, but Nasim and then Taleb, it's Taleb. like right so like yeah i don't i i don't know him so i don't know what he is exactly i know he's a good writer um but the definition of stoic of a stoic that really um cut me so what he mentioned is that a stoic is someone who tra transforms fear into prudence pain into transformation mistakes into initiation and desire into undertaking. Yeah, that's, I read that's it and I thought, okay, this is something that I really want to share uh, with yeah. the listeners. And um, uh, according to Wikipedia, he is uh, a Lebanese American essayist, scholar oh. and mathematician. Yeah. Thanks for uh, yeah mentioning that as well. Okay, Lebanese American, that explains the naming as well, right? Yeah, but Nicholas, Nicholas, maybe like their parents just uh, thought of, you know, just some, uh, something maybe. they like. Because Nassim and uh, Talib, I understand Lebanese, but Nicholas is just, yeah, something they is, like. Is that maybe the combination of the, yeah, because Nicholas is more like, um, yeah, I would say a Christian name. Um, and maybe that's like the combination of, um, because Nassim and Talib's. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm speculating, but yeah. only his parents know, of course. And he, um, <laughs> anyways. anyways, but, um, yeah, so, um, today is, uh, we're going to focus on the dichotomy of control. Um, and yeah, without further ado, let's get started. Right. So sure. as you already, as you already mentioned, I would like to start with a, a quote of Epictetus, um, and I quote, the chief task in life is simply this, to identify and separate matters so that I can clearly say to myself 
which are the externals not under my control and which do have to do with the choices I actually control. It's, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, there is, uh, there is this uh, Bible thing, which I uh, always uh, bring about. I think I've already mentioned it in one of our episodes uh, or in more than one, uh, one of our episodes. And it says, um, Lord, give me the uh, wisdom to know what I can change, uh, the patience to, uh, you know, uh, uh, the patience for what I can't change. And uh, sorry, the courage to change what I can change, the patience to, uh, for what I cannot change, and the wisdom to know the difference between what I can and what I cannot change. I'm obviously paraphrasing here, but uh, it's, it's basically the same concept, right? Just knowing yeah. the difference between, I mean, for instance, coronavirus, you can't, uh, you can't do much about, uh, you know, the whole, so it's out of your control. So uh, you better don't, uh, you know, bother your, your mind or yourself uh, on a daily basis with, uh, you know, uh, all negative negativity and try to, uh, for instance, help your neighbor who might be uh, affected by, uh, by coronavirus. So, because that's uh, one thing you can do, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, also to that note, um, I would like to add that um, at least what I've read so far um, and what Ryan Holiday is like a, um, a, a stoic who really gives like classes and stuff also um, to the NFL and uh, business uh, companies. Um, he also said that stoicism is also of Christianity is based on Stoicism. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know in to what extent um, that is true, of course, but you will see a lot of similarities. Exactly, yeah. You see a lot of similarities. Um, you're unmuted, Iron, but uh, yeah. yeah, go no, ahead. I, and, uh, I was, yeah, because the, the good thing about uh, the, the kind of recording a podcast from your house is you can just uh, go to a the bookshelf and just find a book by uh, Ryan Holiday, which uh, you were just uh, talking about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So basically um, a lot, you see, you see a lot of similarities in Christianity and Stoicism. Um, yeah. Many argue that um, Stoicism or Christianity is based on Stoicism. Um, yeah, I don't know to what extent that is true, but I see a lot of similarities, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, before we go continue, what do you think of the book? Did you already read it from Ryan Holiday? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, Ryan Holiday is uh, amongst uh, the um, kind of authors or personalities uh, such as... Um, what was Robert the guy Green? like? Oh, Tim Ferriss. Yeah, like uh, like Tim Ferriss, like uh, uh, there was this uh, other uh, uh, YouTube personality with glasses and uh, who made a lot of money and who was uh, talking about his success and how they made it. Uh, there is a certain type, right? Um, I'm not that interested in that kind of type, but um, the the lessons he uh, he talks about uh, quite interesting. So I I don't go deep into each and every word of each page. But uh, for instance, uh, if I'm not mistaken, one of the pages was uh, happiness lies within, right? Mm -hmm. is, it, is it for this book? I believe it's for this book. I'm not sure anymore. Anyways, one of these books, uh, it, uh, it was about stoicism and it talks about, um, talks about 
and happiness lies within. And even though I didn't go uh, word by word, page by page, I got the, you know, the overall gist and uh, it's, it's, it's helpful, but uh, it depends like how much you want to be involved with this person. And uh, yeah, some authors, you, uh, you think they have a lot to offer. Some authors uh, you think, uh, you know, such as myself, I'm not an author yet, but I know my personality, but some authors you might think uh, they, they like talking or uh, they don't, uh, they don't dis dislike talking. Let's, uh, let's put it that way. So uh, you, you need to just find uh, the, uh, the more useful stuff uh, um, uh, throughout their, uh, uh, their lengthy sometimes uh, conversations. So uh, that's, that, that could be the difference, uh, at least in my mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I once read that the difference between a writer and a good writer is that um, a, write, a good writer, every, every page, he has the battle with the, uh, with the reader to turn on the page or to go to the next page, right? So if, a, if you're a good writer, every time on the, next, on the last page, you have like a cliffhanger that somebody really wants to know, okay, I need to read the next page. I need, and then at a certain moment, it's like 4 a.m. in the morning and you haven't slept yet because it's so interesting. So yeah, um, yeah I you're agree. With today, uh, Mokhlon, you're, uh, you're quite a, quite a um, um, poet uh, today, Mokhlon, uh, with no, all your no. uh, poetical, <laughs> sentimental uh, comments. I, uh, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's interesting. Okay. Thank what you, else? Thank you. What else can we, uh, what is, uh, can we be enlightened by? Yeah. So um, basically uh, what Epictetus um, said is that the understanding of uh, the dichotomy of control is you have two phases, right? You have the ones that you can control. So I have control over how I respond to an event, right? But I don't have control over whether a train I am waiting for will arrive on time, for instance, right? So, um, and a lot of people, uh, and even me sometimes uh, cut myself in, stressing when I'm raving on the train or uh, when I'm, I just want to go home and there's something with the metro, whatever, that I'm just eating myself up. And I'm basically what, um, yeah, what you have is that you can't control it just at ease, right? And try to control that moment where you need to wait on the metro, for instance, to read or to do something productive that you don't need to do it later on. So make sure that you really uh, take um, yeah take use of the moment and um, yeah build on that so maybe you could uh, you could put it this way that you can't uh, sometimes you can't uh, control the event itself or the outcome itself but you can control its impact on you right? exactly this yeah exactly so you can control how you respond to a certain event right um, but in that, that said, um, a writer, William B. Irvine, he wrote um, a guide to a good life. He just, um, he kind of said, okay, I think what Epictetus said is too binary. Um, and there, therefore he said, okay, there are two, three phases. So to, those within our control. So I have control over whether I allow situation to irritate me. Then we have the things you don't have control over. I have no control over whether or not it rains because yeah, we can't do something with it. But there are things you have some control over. For instance, I have control over 
um, a competition or over my grade in how I'm participating during class, for instance, um, over how much effect I put into the preparation for my end grade, for instance. So, um, so that's yeah, I, I really liked it. I, I really in, am into stoicism and um, the fact, the, the way of thinking. And yeah, it, 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 it gives me, um, it gives me clarity. It gives me it understanding. It also gives you more, uh, more, uh, more room for breathing and uh, less, uh, less uh, a reason for worrying, right? So yeah. uh, there are things you have, you have control over. There are things you can't uh, control. There are the things you can't control, you know, just uh, don't worry about them. <laughs> yeah, the definitely. Control, uh, then uh, do your best to, uh, you know, uh, have a good uh, result out of it. Basically. Yeah, true, true that. And very good, very good. Um, so what that, else can we can we talk about today? So we we talked about the di dichotomy. Is there uh, is there any more to the to the structure? Yes. So that's the dichotomy of control. Um, and part of the dichotomy of control is the next part, which we will cover right now. That is amor fati. So I just want to um, discuss that. That's love of faith, of love of someone's faith. Um, so I just that's the next topic, and then I have like how you can exercise it. And when, after that, we're kind of done. But I see due to time constraints, it's also uh, maybe um, I will try to um, yeah, shorten it a bit because I really elaborate a lot on the, the, the economy of control. Um, so yeah, the concept of Amor Fati, yeah, that really struck me. It, it's really interesting. I want to start with a quote again. I'm, I'm really into the quotes today. Um, this is a quote of Marcus Aurelius. So, and I start, I quote. My favorite guy. Exactly. Accept the things to which fate binds you and love the people with whom fate brings you together, but do so with all your heart, end quote. It yeah. is. Not sure, not sure what he means by that. Yeah, so basically I can't read his mind either, but I don't know what he specifically means with this quote. But what he meant by that is that, uh, or what I assume um, that he meant is that you need to practice or exercise the accepting and embracing of everything that has hap happened or what is happening or yet to happen. So if something happened, um, for instance, um, yeah, fate. So I lost someone, for instance, right? Um, someone very close to me. You can, of course, you are sad, but it is something that will happen. And it doesn't mean that you need to, and of course, it's easier said than done. Uh, but I think that's uh, kind of the message from, okay, it is fate. Yeah, it, it is something that will happen. At the end, uh, in everyone's life, that will happen. And they gave a very good ex um, explanation or example of Tommy, uh, Thomas Edison's reaction to his factory burning down. Um, so it was like in 1914, um, a massive explosion. Um, uh, and the, the factory of Thomas Edison burned down from totally down. Um, and he said, this is, this is what happened. I, I will make it, he was at, the, I was, at that moment, he was uh, like 67. Uh, something along that and he said I will make it my life work to rebuild it again 
as soon as possible without um, crying or complaining or why me or whatever. It happened and I moved forward. So just and being more pragmatic. More pragmatic and being aware of that. And I think that's so beautiful because um, I also caught myself a lot of times really dwelling on some situations. Why me? Or why this? Why? It happens. It's just fate right try to make the good of out of it try to say yes thanks it is me and now i can learn from it i can move right. forward um yeah. right if, instead of for instance if you lose a job and of course it, it is easier said than done i can't stress that enough but um when you lose your job just think of okay now can I, now i can really focus on my passion now i can do all the drawing that i already wanted to do or i can work on all the skill sets that I didn't have so next time I couldn't be fired or I will work for myself. There are a lot of things um, which you can use for a more fadi. Just say, have you struggled? Good. What opportunity did that provide us to grow? Right? So and moving I think forward. You, uh, you already started uh, talking about the, how we apply the, uh, the, the values to our day-to-day uh, -day life. But I think that's the next uh, the section we we're going to talk about, right? How can we, you know, uh, more wholly, holistically uh, apply these values uh, we learned uh, from stoicism to our day-to-day -day life? Yeah, so basically you can easily work towards more easily separating events between what is in your control and what is not in your control by, for instance, categorizing your days um, and analyzing, make a spreadsheet of the event. For instance, stuck in traffic. I don't know. I just, uh, okay, in my control or not in my control? Yeah. It's not in your control. Okay, reason I have no control over traffic, right? Yeah. Um, for instance, okay, the event. Um, migrate. I failed uh, managerial accounting. In my control? Yes, it's in my control. I need to study harder. I need to prepare myself. I need to have a better preparation. So yeah. if you do that on a daily basis or on a weekly basis or even on a monthly basis, you can see, okay, these are the things I don't really need to worry about because I can control. But studying for an exam or putting in the work for assignment. Those are things that I really can control. Yeah. And yeah, if I may, I, yeah. If I may just uh, add something to this, uh, of course, people are different and uh, we learn in, 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 through different mediums. Yeah. Um, you, uh, you like uh, perhaps uh, spreadsheets and uh, writing stuff down and being very um, organized in it. Yeah. I, uh, I don't. And, uh, you know, like when, when you hear about, uh, so how can we apply it? And uh, you hear about uh, making spreadsheets. I can emphasize with uh, some listeners, perhaps, uh, who uh, kind of are scared or taken back spreadsheets. Why? <laughs> why, why, why did I so just to just to emphasize on the fact that it's not about the spreadsheet itself, but it's about the, uh, the, the lesson we can we can learn from it. So basically, what we can do is, uh, you know, you had a you had a bad exam um, and you're worried, right? So uh, then you can, in your mind even, right? You don't need to uh, write it down if you don't want to. Uh, in your mind, you can, you can just think about the, the certain elements in that exam. So uh, you could, for instance, say, oh, it was uh, the teacher's responsibility. He gave uh, a very um, incredibly hard exam and uh, it wasn't my fault. It was the teacher's fault and um, he shouldn't have. 
or you could uh, be more responsible uh, about it, uh, which is also what um, uh, what the uh, uh, what Stoicism uh, teaches us. Yeah. And say, uh, okay, so maybe there is an element of the teacher, and uh, maybe he's or her um, uh, prejudiced bias or whatever it is. But the main thing is that I maybe might have uh, could have uh, you know prepared myself uh, much better. Yeah. And um, also something uh, Stoicism talks about, which uh, I believe uh, we might have uh, mentioned it last time a little bit, is uh, learning from our mistakes. So uh, also what you said about the, the uh, Thomas Edison uh, example, uh, you know, it's uh, it just happened. Yeah. Bygones are bygones. So uh, instead of uh, <laughs> yeah. kind of worrying, uh, instead of worrying uh, uh, rather too much and extremely about uh, any uh, one event, you uh, try to, uh, you know, learn from it, uh, generalize it, and um, improve your outcome moving forward for the, for the entirety of your life uh, rather than just one event on, uh, and, and fixating on that type of uh, thing, I feel like. Well said, well said. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I just want to add that um, I honestly think that um, when you're writing stuff down, and I can imagine that some people don't like to write stuff down, but it is so helpful if you can go back in a year or in two years or three or four years that you have written something down and you can see it for, Oh yeah. In that process, I was at that moment or that was, that was the reflection that I had and look where I am right now or whatever. And I think that's so helpful to, um, to do in your life. And um, yeah, but I can at the same time imagine that some people don't really like it and don't want to write stuff down but um yeah many scholars say that writing things down just have proven that it also prove it also um it also stimulates the fact that your brain is so how your brain is developing stuff and how your brain is kind of um yeah processing things faster more or less. So I, I, I agree, uh, but I also want to try and perhaps challenge our, uh, our listeners to say, okay, I can imagine, but try it and see if it doesn't work. And if it doesn't work after one or two or three months, right? So uh, Jen just quit it and you have well, tried so. it. Sure. So that was it, Aryan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's uh, that's uh, sort of uh, it. Uh, to wrap up, uh, we learned about uh, the uh, dichotomy of uh, what control. Was it? Control. control. Yes. So uh, what you are in control of, what you aren't in control of. Uh, we learned about uh, a couple of interesting examples, uh, chief among them, uh, uh, Thomas Edison, and uh, how pra pragmatism uh, in the face of a failure can help you uh, as opposed to, you know, uh, can, can, can basically help you avoid self-pity and self-destruction, right? Uh, because you can also get uh, emotional and uh, just uh, self-pity yourself. Uh, and we also uh, had a couple of uh, interesting um, real-life examples of how we, could, um, how we could implement these uh, in our day-to-day -day life. Okay, so uh, that uh, sounds about right. Is there anything else you want to add, Mokhlan? Um, no, I just want to make a small remark. Uh, yes, I, there is something I want to add. <laughs> I said no, but I do. Um, yeah, if you haven't listened yet to um, the Stoicism Part 1, please have a listen to it and um, also share your views 
on that uh, topic with us, please. Very please. good. Okay. Hey, with that said, um, it's been it. It's been uh, the Worldview Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it and uh, see you next week. See you next week. See ya. All right.